0: Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling book, and you the only wrestling podcast on the planet fighting off zombie hordes right now. Zombies. Um, we are joined, as always, I am your host, uh, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, who's apparently a dinosaur. Yeah, I was
1: absolutely terrified of the zombies. So I figured if I threw double headed snake from from a Lego Ninjago book, I I um I have to give credit if I use their image. So Lego Ninjago, go read it. It's a great book. Uh it says my seven year old. Eight year old now. He just had a birthday. I forgot. Yeah, happy um, birthday. But I, I was happy when, because I actually had a conversation with you yesterday um, about how to handle zombie apocalypses. So I was happy when mm-hmm. I used my wooden spoon and said, boppy to boop and that match was over. So um, I, yeah, my, I have to I, thank your daughter for giving me the spell.
0: My three-year-old daughter has uh, decided that she uh, knows everything about zombies and um, that they can be warded off with a uh, wand of some sort and the spell Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. Um, it worked worked great. Yeah, the apparently it over. works really good. So, so, Also joining us from up north, RCMP,
2: JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm as good as I can be. Uh, you know, zombie apocalypse has happened in wrestling now, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of surprised. So, excuse my not knowing what to say. I'm still baffled by what I've seen, but uh, I'm sure we'll get uh, into it with our lovely review rewards. So, yeah, I'm here. Yes, so we are um
0: going to do this review in the way that we uh have been doing recently, where we um go through the worst and then the best of rather than just a match by match. Uh, Breakdown. We're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about the worst, and then we're gonna come back and talk about the best. Um, uh, This night we might struggle a bit with some of the best, but um, but we've got a lot of a lot of fodder for the worst. Right? Yeah, I would I would attest that there were there were solidly three good matches, maybe four. Yeah, and that's the deal. Here's here's what I'm gonna say right off the bat: the things that were bad about this pay per view were typically not the in ring stuff. Yeah, and, it was booking. I say that meaning not the actual act of wrestling, not not the work from the the people. It was booking and some really really bizarre things. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. bizarre. Uh, before we get into that though. I want to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Co. podcast network. So you can head on over to tatnusco.com, click the link for the network and see all the other shows in the network there uh, and come back and you know watch more of us. Uh, I'd like to welcome you. This is, this is what, our third full live stream. Um, oh. So uh, we're, we're getting a little bit more in the hang of this whole live streaming thing. It's a, it's an interesting change of pace from what we had been doing before. Because for the last almost two years, we had been doing this in, exclusively as an audio podcast. We've been recording it over Skype, but I didn't have a web camera until relatively recently. So it was entirely audio over Skype. And so um, getting used to that. But um, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. It's all down there at the bottom. Uh, follow us on the social media. You can follow me at rawandorderwbu, and we'll tell you how to follow those other people later. Um, there also is a link tree <laughs> with all of the links to all our socials JLB and stuff. JLB420 At link no, slash Order rawandorderwbu, as you see there on screen, so make sure to head on there, and, and you can find all the ways to pay attention to us that way, um, including our Patreon and our merch store. Um, so you can Figure out all that stuff. Um, up front, I do want to warn people. I've been battling a real tickle in my throat, so I may have to mute suddenly so that I can cough occasionally. Just so you know, if you suddenly see me go,
2: or we're talking about, on. or we're talking about the zombie apocalypse match. Yeah, I might just mute or... then
0: because I'm about to explode, vomit, <laughs> straight so, up. Um, so yeah, well, we're gonna. Uh, go ahead and kind of get into it. Um you know, feel free to uh, your thoughts, anything you have, you can actually leave us a comment uh live. on YouTube live and and we will eventually see it. We might not see it as soon as you post it, but we'll see it. So just uh, head on over to the comment session and, section and leave us a comment there whatever you think of. But uh we're going to do this in the way that we do before. We're going to start off with the worst and the, the biggest one that we always start off with. We get it. uh, The, the scandal out of the way. First worst match of the night. What match do you think was the worst? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll I'll go first. Go ahead. It's going to be the same. So
1: (laughs) yeah, well, I I mean, not, did you really want to see dominic win the tag titles oh snap is it really the worst match the match itself now i would say i i'll i'll say this um had damian priest and miz not looked at each other and be like well let's handle these zombies first and then we can fight had that not happened Um, it's solidly worse or it's, it's a better in-ring match. If they just let the two perform, it's a better in-ring match than is, uh, Dominic and Ray versus, um, Ziggler and everything. Um, Ziggler and Bobby Roode. I I thought the in-ring wrestling was really good until Dominic came in and, and we all know how we all feel about that. So, um, I am going to give the zombie apocalypse the worst match of the night. Um, but only, but I did want to mention there's a, there's a pretty solid honorable mention in everything Dominic does until he gets some mm-hmm. time in development. So it's just an opinion.
2: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a valid point. Honestly, I can't unsee what I saw with the zombie match and uh no it's it's gonna i honestly was just praying i'm like okay can this be over this is ridiculous i felt embarrassed for the people who booked this match for the camera who was filming this match for the wrestlers who were in this match for the zombies who were being the zombies in the match for that zombie that was on the chair on that commentary chair too uh for the, commentators under, the themselves, desk. For call, under the desk for the commentators that were calling it for morrison for being involved and even had to do a little bit more with the zombies when they were backstage it was just a total shit show um i get it you wanted to promote the army of darkness and whatever and i guess maybe vince got a couple of coins here and there to say hey show more zombies or something and we'll give you more like plug us more and we'll give you more money for advertisement or something maybe that was the case and It did trend on Twitter, so maybe they got what they needed, but I mean it's a rot, it's I was gonna say a Rob Schneider. It's a Snyder movie, so I don't think you needed all that much publicity. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm certainly going with the zombie match. It just didn't make any sense. And I was embarrassed. Um well, I've been embarrassed to be a WWE fan for quite some time now. Um, but I was really, 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 really wow. embarrassed to be a WWE fan uh, when I was looking at this match. So there you have it. Yeah, so
0: so that's kind of where it comes down to for me. Um, I was thinking about this going into today. I was going, you know, this has the chance, the chance of being that pay-per-view that comes along and makes us go uh, – hey, we've been giving WWE crap all week long or all month long about you know their bad draws, their bad Smackdowns, all of this stuff. Maybe this pay-per-view comes along and surprises us and is really, really good and makes us go, oh, oh you know, I don't know why we're so down on it during the week, but the pay-per-view, I was wrong. It was not that pay-per-view that made us <laughs> uh, think that. Um, but it... It wasn't like I said earlier it wasn't bad from a wrestling standpoint. Even the match that we I think universally agree was the worst of the night, the zombie match was not mm. bad from a wrestling in-ring skill standpoint. Yeah, it was it was bad from a booking standpoint. Correct. It was it was it was bad from a... a. I'm not even going to say booking because it's like, it's bad from a stupid cross promotional money decision standpoint. Yeah, but but doesn't script writing fall under booking and and thus this is a for the most part. But I I'm, I'm being more specific. It's okay. specifically this cash grab sponsorship that made it bad, right? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. and we're we're not even mentioning the fact. That they literally had Miz and Morrison eaten by zombies after the match. Yeah, does, I mean,
1: does that mean their contracts are up? Can they go wrestle somewhere else? Is, I mean, yeah, at least they say yes.
0: Especially
1: wow. Especially for Morrison.
2: Okay.
0: Especially
2: well, for I mean, Morrison. it's guys, it's so bad. WWE Fox even retweeted Ryan Satin's comment on uh, him really not liking the zombie stuff. And WWE Fox retweeted it now i know that's clearly a fox thing but you're and i get you want to be within the in in the twitter realm of hating the match but that looks so bad for wwe (laughs) to have your wwe fox tweet that it was actually a really crappy match um but i guess you know you gotta call it like it is and maybe that's what they were kind of going for the, the the problem lies in in any match like that, and maybe that we'll get to this in other
1: other promotions. But the problem lies in that um, you get a lot of so the suspension of disbelief is entirely gone. You manage to keep zombies, mindless, flesh eating monsters, to stay mm-hmm. in in the in the in the in a room until it was time for him to come out. They came out, they stayed out of the ring, didn't get involved. They didn't eat them, eat all of the people. Um, <laughs> they, they were weak. They, um, had all sorts of, I mean, just, it doesn't even fit zombie thought processes. And so right. it just, it just misses. It, it does not promote anything in that process. Um, other than what it would have promoted saying Army of the Dead over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. Like, you could have promoted the movie over and over and over again, like they do with the theme songs and all the other things that they do uh cross-promotion with, so...
0: You're listening to the wonderful theme song by Booty Man and and the the Rockers. So, wait, wait. Hmm.
1: Bruce the Barber, Beefcake, and Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti have a band?
2: Yes. Wow, you're so really? out of the loop there, uh, Mr. Fabe.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know Brutus and, and Shawn and Marty <laughs> had a band. It's great. Yep.
2: Booty Man it's and the called, Rockers. It's called Booty Man it's and the Rockers. rockers. Hair clips and super kicks. That's their...
1: Uh... Holy crap, that even works because that's where the betrayal the was. Did you do that on purpose or is that just by accident?
2: Uh, no, that that was just by accident. I just was no, thinking... No, I was talking about
1: Smarks. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh snap. Did you do that on purpose? To be perfectly honest, it was entirely by accident. I wish I could uh, uh, take credit and say it was a... Uh, a entirely purposeful thing, but no, I that's that's incredible. I totally forgot that Brutus the Barber beefcake was involved in that it was at the barber shop.
1: Yeah. That's Netflix. incredible. Anyway, that about. is better storytelling by
0: accident than a <laughs> zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing was like when when we watched they had the commercial for uh a army of dead, whatever it's called. Um, and in the middle of it, they like there was Kofi Kingston in the middle, and then they they did some other stuff where it was like, you know, here's here's some other WWE wrestlers and everything. And I was like, that's kind of weird and everything, but I don't know. I guess, you know, they have have a a um a cross promotion. That's fine, you know, everything. And then it went back to regular. And then John Morrison is walking I'm gonna go talk to the lumberjacks, and he opens the door, and there's fucking zombies. Yeah. Um at, at that point I was like am, am I taking crazy pills? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You
1: you you felt like the show had been hijacked by somebody who who wanted it to be different. <laughs> and it has been.
2: Did you by did you did you guys get the ECW comment that Graves had mentioned? He said no. something along the lines of This is not uh, ECW coming back. He said something along like that. And I was like, Those are real zombies.
1: Yeah, I do remember that.
2: I didn't get that comment. I was like, Why are you throwing shade at EC?" I guess just the whole one night stand thing. The second one was really garbage. Perhaps that's what they were doing. But it was kind of weird. I was like, Why would you even relate? Did Did ECW have a zombie thing when WWE brought it back? I well,
1: recall. more importantly, I mean the concept was I think was the blood and blood and all the horror and and crazy crazy gimmicks that they did in matches, you know, where there's barbed wire and and okay. So zombies are really a lot scarier than barbed wire. Mm. Except they're not because they're not because you yeah. just ruined any suspension of disbelief okay. I can have.
0: Also, yeah, when New Jack killed someone, they stayed dead. Wow. Yes, New Jack wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, well that was,
2: wrong. yeah, I, it was, I'm going to go ahead and say too soon. too soon. I, that was definitely too soon. Just just a tad. And he didn't kill anyone, technically. That's also a fair point. <laughs> uh, he didn't kill anyone
0: in a wrestling ring, but in his previous Punch. life, he openly admitted. To when he was working security and and bounty hunting, mm. to having been involved in in deaths. So, but in the end, he still attempted to kill people multiple times. And I guarantee you, if he succeeded in the ring, they would not come back for brains. <laughs> the not, zombies, not yep. from New Jack. Ooh, too soon.
2: That hey, might be a little too soon. Uh, Both of yours was a little too soon. Skip subject. Zombie match is the worst. What's next, Marks? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Zombie match. Universal pick. That's a conviction. Worst match of the night.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now we've got conviction, and and we can go ahead and book. You know the the penalty, which I think should be death to that concept. Yes.
0: I think um, that uh, after this, uh, starting on Raw, it never gets mentioned again. If the fiend did a something with this, would you guys maybe would have accepted it more? No, No, because again, the fiend's concept originally and they they fucked it all up. But it seems fiend's fiend's concept from originally was not supernatural but psychotic. Right. It was psychological. Um and zombies still don't fit into that. That's um, fair, yep. But but Anyways, we'll move on to most predictable moment.
1: Uh, I, I, I'll go ahead. Oh, okay. you want to go first? They had he had you
0: up.
2: Well, you yeah, but up. then you put said back. I'll go ahead. Okay, put me back
0: up. Well, I wasn't looking at the screen. I wasn't paying attention. You go first. <laughs> I, I moved you up because you were the first person to say something.
1: Bianca Belair winning. True. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, um, I, I, uh, and this is this is not a dog on. I, I just number one, I feel like her performance was so exceptionally good at WrestleMania. You could, I, I honestly thought Oscar or Charlotte was going to win that match. Um, by the end of the night, I was absolutely convinced that Cesaro was going to get a win. Um, but I forgot that there had already been a title change earlier in the night. Um, I. uh... I was pretty sure Roman was going to – or was – I'm sorry. I was pretty sure Bobby was going to win. Um, but if they hadn't, it, it was going to be about moving that title more frequently amongst three really good competitors, maybe a fourth, if they could get them in, like Shinsuke or AJ. Um, and they could. I mean, they could have five solid competitors on Raw right now uh, competing for that title. Um, the But I was pretty sure it was going to be Bobby. Um, I, I didn't know for sure. I was a hundred percent positive um, that Bianca was going to win. Number one, her performance at WrestleMania was exceptional, and I mean exceptional. Number two, you cannot hype up the the social pieces of of that victory at WrestleMania without um, and and then immediately degrade them with a loss. Um, there's too many too many important pieces to that to the social pieces uh, that play Um, and then she's too good a performer to not keep that title on for a while Um, you can't you cannot let her win over Sasha be a fluke Um, and so she needs some serious credibility long term and I, I I would leave her I would leave her with that title probably till SummerSlam, maybe a little bit before that. Certainly not till Hell in the Cell being at the wrong time of year. Um, so I, I just felt that even after even after WrestleMania, that they needed to leave the new, fresh person holding the title with the title. In fact, her first singles title in WWE because she never did win the NXT title.
2: Right true
1: so there, uh, there's a lot of reasons to leave it on her for a while
2: I mean I, I, I that's for I mean I, I felt a lot of the matches on the card was very predictable uh, however, in terms of most predictable moment I am gonna have to go with Bobby Laxley's departure from the majority of the match. I'm just like, oh God they're gonna do he was electrified and then come back. Uh, or I guess maybe might be a tie between Dominic feeling sick or whatever hurt and Bobby Lashley um, being electrocuted and then coming back towards the end to finish the job. Um, I don't know why they keep doing this stupid storyline of that being a thing and us not being us supposedly supposed to be shocked by that happening they just do this every time everywhere they do it at like royal rumble they start just doing it randomly in matches now and it's it just takes away from the entire match because i know the person that it isn't part of the match anymore is going to come in um i'm probably going to give it to lashley though because i felt even if dominic were to come i wouldn't have thought they would have won the championships perhaps so most predictable moment for me would definitely be uh, Lashley de- disappearing for the majority of the watch just to come back and win. That's, that's what I'm going with.
0: Well, we're going to have a three-way disagreement here. Most predictable moment to me was the Mysterios winning. Really? I, I knew they were going to win the moment WWE said something. And this was uh, like a couple days ago they said something about uh, the f- they could be the first father-son pairing to win the SmackDown tag championships. And I was like, okay. oh, wait. Because WWE loves their firsts. That's mm-hmm. true. And as soon as they said the- they could be the first father-son pairing to win SmackDown titled, uh, tag titles, I was like, oh, that's because they're going to.
1: Yeah, but you didn't think at all that they would be, they could be the first at the next pay per view. Nope.
0: <laughs> not no, knowing that
1: it would be hell in a cell.
0: Yeah, a not knowing that it would be hell in a cell, and b just I, WWE loves 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 to, to hype up the firsts, and
2: this was a first. I mean, I think the whole issue with me and the tag team match for that was just the fact that I didn't care. I'm like, Bobby Roode isn't doing anything with it. Uh, sure, maybe you can give it to the Mysterios, but I'm not going to care if they win it either. So to me, I guess I, I still maybe didn't consider. I, I don't know. I don't think I just gave a crap about the match to begin with. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't see that happening per se. So uh, because now I really just now I, I, I think I care even less with Mysterios having it. Uh, here's, um, here's the I'm not 90. saying I
0: care about it. I'm oh, just no, saying, I'm not as, saying it as soon as WWE started hyping up at being the first father son, I'm like, oh, they're not gonna miss that yeah. opportunity.
2: Yeah, they're gonna For do sure. that. And Ray will feel nice about it and feel, oh, my God, I did, you know, I won these belts with my son. I'm sure that's a great uh, moment for them and cool story. But, I mean, in reality, it's not that crazy of an accomplishment uh, just because the SmackDown titles are more useless than dirt at this point. So, sure, it's you won. It's not that
0: crazy but... of an accomplishment because it's a scripted sport.
2: Okay, calm your tits. You know what I mean. I mean, the simple fact is,
1: I thought that's where it was going too.
2: It's like <laughs> it's scripted, you know. What I, but I mean, it's but I mean, it's 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 a shit title. It's like winning a twenty four seven championship. You know what I mean? It's that's what I just mean in terms of like, okay, cool story, but no one's gonna think anything more of you because you have these tag belts. No one really cares. I don't know. At least that's how I feel in that regard. So I guess we're in a three-way disagreement here. I don't know how we're supposed to resolve we this throw that to the jury. I yep. know
0: we need those people watching and listening to let us know. So if you're watching, hit us up in the comments and say, I think that the most predictable moment was this moment or whatever. Um, or if you're listening later, hit us up in uh, the tweets at Ron order WBU or, at JLB420 or at Daven's Fabe. um or on Facebook leave a leave a message there whatever let us know what you think yeah. yeah 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 so right now we think it's either Bobby Lashley disappearing for a while and then coming back Bianca Belair winning or the Mysterio's winning so let us know or are any of us right, or is it something else altogether?
2: Hit us up. That's it. Keep us posted. Let you, us know.
1: You could probably make a pretty solid argument for Roman winning being a foregone conclusion. However, he has had the title for quite some time. And what a really great
2: opportunity to throw. I don't know. Someone else in the title picture. Any. No? Oh, no. Roman ain't losing it until fans are back. I I've, I've said that before and I think that's honestly what they're doing. Roman is kind of holding Smackdown uh he's, is really holding Smackdown together. So he's also not losing it until
0: they've built up someone to betray him for it. I think. That too. Um mm. not necessarily to betray him to win it, but to betray him to help someone else win. And they yeah. haven't built up J, J Uso enough to have that betrayal. He's still the scared puppy. So now Jimmy may very well be, and I I kind of expected that a little bit tonight, but yeah, I did expect more payoff to Jimmy being there, but whatever, but we will move on to the next topic. Botch of the night. Now this isn't necessarily botch in terms of an absolutely screwed up move, but it's, it's something that did not go as planned, uh, necessarily, or maybe maybe it was a bad booking decision. But so, what do we think? Botch of the night. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll let JLB
1: go first this time.
2: Oh, oh yeah, because you don't know. I see what you did there. Um, botch of the night. I'm gonna have to go with the. I feel like brains. The beyond- okay. Sorry, (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna okay. I'm I'm whatever the I'm not gonna do the zombie thing because yes, that was a botch and that's probably the botch of the night. But I mean, whatever, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm so disgusted about it. Um, so I'm probably gonna have to. I felt weirded by the Bianca Belair, uh, Bailey ending, I felt that was weird. And there was some, although Bianca was probably still supposed to win and she did the whole a hair tie around the uh, her leg thing there was something weird there because something was off like the pin seemed weird they didn't even show a replay of anything i I think and and i I think cole even jumped the gun again he did the same thing back at like wrestlemania where he kind of jumped the gun Um, and then I was just kind of caught off by it. And then Bianca just kind of leaves the ring weirdly. So there's something there that happened, and it just felt extremely weird. And I guess I would have to go with that as the botch of the night because something was up there. I don't know, and I'm dying for the dirt sheets to report that, of what did go down, because it did seem really, really weird to me. Uh, That ending seemed a bit botched. For some reason, like maybe they kind of planned it that way, but something was off. I I don't know. I I felt there was animosity between the two girls at some point. I don't know. We'll see, or woman, excuse me. Uh, we'll see. But I'm going with uh, Bel Air uh, Bailey ending. Okay, you, yes, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're wrong. Um, but that's okay. okay. Um it is hands down, no ifs, hands, or buts, one hundred percent. The concept of taking people and putting makeup on them and having them be mm-hmm. zombies who are reasonably controllable. And yeah. Yeah, it's just the the idea of zombies was a botch.
2: I mean, yeah, I know, but I'm just I just it's a given. Yeah, I, I, I applaud else.
1: you. I seriously <laughs> applaud you for trying to go somewhere else with that. Yeah. Um, the, because I, I, it is noble of you to not try to obsess about that. Um, but it's also wrong. Like, like, <laughs> we 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 just have to call out the shit when. Excuse my French, because I'm trying to be. I'm trying to behave with my language.
2: Oh, um, totally we have to call out right. the
1: crap yeah i obviously am um but we have to call it crap when there's crap there and and if it looks like a duck smells like a duck quacks like a duck it's probably a duck and uh if it looks like
2: or in this case a zombie
1: yes well, there's a gnat in my house anyway there's a gnat, gnat
2: in your house
1: a gnat 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 is it gnat mm-hmm. or is it gnat I
2: think it's net, uh, it's net, 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 net. Well, Eminem made a song with it, so and he always pronounced it net. So I'm gonna go with nat. net. Unless they're wrong in Detroit, I don't know. But so net. far it's net. Net. So.
0: Net. Marks, so for the most part, I'm gonna agree that it was probably the Zombies was the botch of the night. Um, you guys are so not noble. But yeah. I I will give JLB <laughs> at least partial credit in my mind. Because the ending to the Bianca Belair match was not done right. Bianca was supposed to use her hair to kind of tie up Bailey's legs. And she missed. And she didn't actually wrap her hair around Bailey's legs at all. Oh, so I just imagined it. Okay. <laughs> well, and like I was she started to she started to wrap it, but then Bailey, in her floundering, moved her legs in a way that it didn't go around her legs. Um, I think part of that plays into. I, I just had to look it up here. Bianca, uh, excuse me, Bailey has only has not wrestled in a singles match since February twelfth. Wow! Damn. And in that time, she has only wrestled in two other matches, both of them mixed matches. Right, or multi-person matches. So one of them, she was in it um, with a mixed match with uh, Sasha Banks and Reginald uh, and Bianca Belair versus Bailey, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler. And one of them was the mixed tag match, Bianca Belair, Street Profits versus Bailey and the Dirty Dogs. That's it. And I think Bailey did not look ring-ready. She looked uh, rusty. She looked like someone who hadn't wrestled a singles match in three months. And I think that's kind of what it was. But you can't overshadow the fact that they had fucking zombies
2: <laughs> at the wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah. So is it safe to say this is not making you want to watch Army of the Dead when it comes No, I want to watch Army of the Dead because (laughs) Army of the Dead does not
0: proclaim to be a real sport. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to point out that just a few weeks ago, people from the WWE reportedly said that uh, the Blood and Guts match at AEW Dynamite Quote, set wrestling back 30 years. And then they have fucking zombies at their paper. Um,
1: I would say AEW's Blood and Guts match set us back 25 years to wrestling's heyday. Yeah. And this one set us back 30 years to gimmick crap. That's about
0: the point. Yes. Agreed. We do not need to see zombies. I think, uh, hopefully, WWE has heard the outcries of all of the people saying, Yeah. So, you know, we did not want zombies in our. Nah, fuck that. I, oh, sorry,
2: language just again. Say, I was just going to say, Batista, so a, a, a fan had commented to Batista and said, Hey, Dave, I love you, but this zombie shit and uh, then WB Backlash show was so insulting. And then Batista just goes, What the hell are you telling me for? You think I booked a bunch of effing zombies? Uh, I'm on a damn plane. Shouldn't you be tweeting Vince? <laughs> Which is very valid. Uh, I'm, obviously. I'm sure there's nothing Dave just that.
1: got money to do that. I'm, I'm 100% positive. He got paid to... Yeah.
2: Promote it. Yeah. To, yeah to got say, I've got
0: to... some friends coming. That's yeah. it. They, like they very easily could have just taken it. a line from the movie. And, uh, oh, yeah. That's true. That's true, know. too. But... So we we are still not in agreement, but most of us are on the side of zombies as the botch of the night. So and we will move on.
1: That was just nobility. Like he really thinks it's the botch of the night. He's just he's just a good man.
2: It's me. <laughs> a good
1: he's man. Canadian. So he doesn't want to pick on things that are obvious crap.
2: Because
1: no. they're nice. <laughs> so we so will move don't on. pick on
2: you guys. To overhype of the night. Mute him. <laughs> <laughs> overhype of the night. Mm. Um Charlotte's return.
1: Like I, I I I don't know how else to say this. How do you have Charlotte return and and just be hyped all over the socials and, and on every show? And and not put the title on her. I mean, here's the deal: they could really have set that up as Charlotte can can beat Rhea, um, and Rhea could say the only way you can beat me is in a triple threat. Or no, I'm sorry, no, because she beat her one on one at WrestleMania a year and a year mm-hmm. and a month ago. So uh, Charlotte's got Rhea's number, Rhea's got Asuka's number, Asuka's got Charlotte's number, and we could have a really really fun six months with with the title rolling around and, and rematches. And I mean, you could, you could book that out for a year with three or four title changes and really hype up that division with other people popping in saying, Hey, Whoa, Whoa, I I want a shot too. Um, it, it, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Don't exaggerate. Number one, number two, um, that was from Smarks. So, Just giving him credit where credit's due. Um, Number two, you do not have to lead the title on somebody for ages to establish credibility. Um, It does not make the title more creditable. Uh, What makes the title more credible is having phenomenal people hold it, Uh, meaning you can move it back and forth amongst great wrestlers. And those three are great wrestlers. Um, And so that would not hurt that title in the least. I would say that's the overhype. And I love you know, I love all three of those wrestlers, really.
2: Hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, Do you, you want to go on this one first? Just to I change mean, it up.
0: I guess if you really want me to. <laughs> yeah. Typically I it. go on last, but that's okay. Um overhype of the night. God, there's so much that like, I think was hyped up more than it should have been. Um, I'm gonna say, and this is not saying it was a bad match overall, as a whole, but the uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, um, whatever, match.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Braun Strowman. Ron Strowman, Jesus. I couldn't remember his name. That's how little I fucking cared about this match. (laughs) Um, and and here's what it comes down to. Right? On Raw, they don't have anyone else in the title picture, other than right now, these three people. One of them is the champion, the other two are chasing him. And this match. It might, have, might be one that I could have put in most predictable because I was like, they're not going to take it off Lashley this early. They're going to give him some defenses. But they're mm. also not going to give Drew McIntyre another clean loss. Right? right. So now the, the whole purpose of this match was let's put Braun in there so that Braun can be involved in the finish. Bobby Lashley can win, and Drew McIntyre still looks good. And and so for me, that that was the overhype of the night because they hyped it up like it was going to be this battle of monsters. And the parts of it that were were good were good. Like I'm not arguing that it was a bad match. It just It was a match that I don't think needed to be, and it could have been done as a singles match. I would have much preferred this to have been a singles match, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley, um, and have it be a singles where Bobby Lashley comes out as the victor in the end,
2: looking strong. I think that's a good call that's a fair call yeah it's it's kind of weird i would kind of maybe even i would give the brand name of it being wrestlemania backlash the overhype amen. Um, because right because like i am sorry a lot of the matches were technically different i think like who mcintyre faced two at wrestlemania mcintyre faced lashley lashley and lost and lost, okay. So that okay, you added an extra person. Lost
0: because uh, um, MJ uh, MVP. MJF, huh? I almost said MJF. Uh, <laughs> MVP said, "Oh, Lashley, do this," and uh, Drew went, "What?" Mm-hmm. And
2: then Lashley, which didn't make any sense. Um, and then you kind of had. I mean, that was your only kind of match. I mean the oscar oscar faced ripley so then you just added share into the mix right so um i don't know and i I guess maybe the oscar ripley match was better on wrestlemania backlash just because it was weirdly done at wrestlemania i i gotta be honest i I
0: probably would have been um a little more excited if they had actually added share to the match
1: 70 <laughs> year old woman yeah. wins oh wait they've already Gosh. done that too that wouldn't have to be a first yeah as and she might give birth to a hand
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it was just honestly like it was very predictable and even the who is uh, Roman facing Roman faced Edge right Roman
0: faced at Cesaro at WrestleMania? No, uh, Wrestlemania yeah it was edge i believe edge, daniel bryan. Edge. oh and daniel bryan edge yeah bryan.
2: so cause... i guess that's yeah that's where you get the triple threat aspect like i don't know it just wasn't didn't feel first of all wrestlemania backlash is the stupidest name ever and if you name it like wrestlemania hell in the cell or like wrestlemania summers i don't think they did because they already announced Hell in the cell and it was just hell in the cell so i was like thank god i don't even know why this is a thing FYI it's also stupid when you're trying to hashtag stuff. Like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Um but I digress. Yeah, just the brand being itself, it wasn't a WrestleMania. It didn't feel like a WrestleMania. The 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 stage itself didn't look over extravagant. I don't want it to look WrestleMania-esque, but it just looked like a regular WWE whateverness. I don't know. Just I'm just giving it to calling it it's almost as bad as calling you know the edge uh randy orton match the greatest match ever you don't call your top tier pay-per-view another mixed in with another name for another pay-per-view like i don't know whose idea this was but vince was an idiot for agreeing to it because it is lazy booking it doesn't make any sense it's technically more work on your end because you have to add a logo with another logo which i guess that's all you needed to do and you have the logos anywhere i'm going crazy apologies um yeah so i am just going with the brand in itself a wrestlemania backlash hopefully this is the first and last time they do do that it was certainly overhyped for nothing yeah i'm changing my answer it's it's wrestlemania backlash <laughs> yep yep i
1: think i think we're in consensus there thanks for going last man that was really cool oh man. Changing, changing no no problem cuz <laughs> Definitely the overhype of the night. Definitely, (laughs) for sure. Definitely overhyping by using the same name twice.
2: Didn't make any sense. Still doesn't. Nope. 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 Nope.
0: nope. So we will move (laughs) on because we're in agreement
2: there. We're going to move on to
0: worst performance of the night.
1: Boy, that's tough because the zombies were pretty good at being zombies. Yeah,
2: <laughs> can't really can't really
0: argue on their performance.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, well, no, they, mean, weren't. they
0: weren't. They because
1: weren't because they, they weren't savagely after flesh the entire time.
2: Exactly, that, that was the issue. And one of the zombies sat on a chair, no problem, which was weird because I am sorry, zombies wouldn't technically know how to sit. Uh, technically well, maybe, speaking, maybe. so well, the
0: zombies in Army of the Dead, like. Can fight and stuff, so. Maybe.
2: Uh, okay. Fair. Um, I'll go first, I guess, since the camera's on moi. Um, Fuck this. <laughs> uh, what was the question again? I'm not just kidding. I, oh, have I, some, get, I have to get some. Look at the snack. little
0: feed across the bottom.
2: Worst performance of the night. Oh, oh, right, my bad. Uh, worst performance of the night. Jesus. I'm going to have to go with Yeah, I'm going to have to go with I guess Dominic. Um just uh, he's still rusty, but I guess that makes sense cuz he's never had time to train. Um I don't know. I mean, I that that's maybe Bailey. I don't think Dominic's worse than Bailey. Like uh, Bailey's worse than Dominic. So I'm probably gonna go with uh, Dominic being worst performance of the night. That's what I'm sticking with. Fabe?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you unmuted me. Thanks. It was nice of you. <laughs> um. I don't know. I mean. I, I I do too know. Um I'm going to give it to Pat McAfee. <laughs> um Oh. He he doesn't have a voice for radio. He has a voice for wrestling and he needs to to continue to train and and restart his feud with uh with uh, uh oh Michael or Michael Cole Adam Cole baby. Wow.
2: Michael Cole baby (laughs) Michael Cole wishes he'd get that big of a pop Jesus yeah no joke
1: so no that's that's what I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh Pat McAfee I I, he's not ready for, for that level of commentary um not to mention, then you have two face commentators, and they were both legitimately face. It wasn't play-by-play play and face. It wasn't. They were both legitimately face, and so it was tough. It was tough because because either you can have play-by-play play and color commentary, or you can have, you know, um, if you're going to have a face commentator, you need a heel commentator to go along with it. I just, I, something's not working about the Pat McAfee thing, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's part of the thing with him. When he was showing up in NXT, not only did he do some commentary, but he was a heel. And so let him still be a heel, right? But this that kind of goes to my long-standing concept that um WWE needs to stop switching commentators during the pay-per-views. If you're going to have mixed pay-per-views, that's fine, I guess. I think you shouldn't. I think you should go back to brand-specific pay-per-views as long as you have the brand split, but that's beside the point. Um, I think you should have a dedicated pay-per-view commentary team. So it's mm-hmm. not just... It's not, here's Corey Graves and... And the rest of that crew. and Oh, and now for this next match, now we've got Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Oh, but now we're going to go back to Corey Graves and Adnan, whatever. Uh, um, For worst performance of the night, I've got to agree with JLB to me. It was, though, Dominic. um, As an overall, Dominic was the worst performance. Just because... As soon as they showed the clip of him getting beaten up backstage, I was like, oh, so that's the storyline they're going to (laughs) tell. Ray's going to go out there and get beat up for 10 minutes. Then Dominic's going to come in, going to pull off a few rudimentary wrestling moves, and then they're going
2: to get the victory. And that's that's pretty much what happened. Very and whatever, he's still garbage at doing a frog splash. I still can't believe he got the win. Um, but you yeah. know, I'm sure Ray was happy about it. So, did you know.
0: see how much height he didn't get with that frog splash?
1: <laughs> it's because his dad hasn't been around long, or uh, when his dad passed, he wasn't able to teach him how to do it right.
2: Yeah, that's valid. Valid point. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: There wasn't a jab at Eddie for dying. That was just a
2: No no jab no jab
1: at the old storyline. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I think there was a, a couple of spots that were poor performances and I, I I can't fault you guys for saying that. I just every single time he was on the on the screen it was just like uh
0: okay. Yeah. Well,
1: like I don't want to hear you, bat, Pat McAfee.
0: Like I kind of said, I think Bailey is, at least deserves honorable mention for worst performance of the night. Yeah, because she messed up her pin. Yes, yeah, she messed up her pin, but she also she just looked like looked like she hadn't wrestled a singles match in three months, and that guess that's true. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it's something that I think we're going to see more going forward. So. Outside of the pay-per-view and everything, reports have it that uh, WWE is at least thinking of not doing house shows from now on. They weren't very profitable for them for the recent past. Before the pandemic. Before the pandemic. And then the pandemic comes along and they had to not do them. And now their thoughts are, we're just going to stop doing them just in general. They don't make us money and all that. But here's the thing. There is a purpose for house shows outside of making money. And it's something that AEW is finding, I think. And that is when, with this career, when you only do it once a week, it is really hard for you to keep your body and skills in top condition. Right, and AEW saw like Joey Janela went for a better part of a year wrestling once a week, uh, and and I love Joey Janela, but he was he was getting out of shape. He was wasn't wrestling as well, and then he was like, "Oh crap! I I need to go out and start doing independent." And he started to do independent <laughs> shows, and he got in better shape and all that stuff because now instead of wrestling once a week, he was wrestling three or four times a week. Yeah, and so, so I also think-, think there's
1: some promotional value to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is. Im- imagine somebody's back from an injury; you can really test the injury mm-hmm. um, by not having to have them take as high risk of you know. Jeff Hardy's back from injury. You know, you have him take and have a couple matches with, with a uh, and and both of these are throwback people, but Jeff Hardy's back from injury. You have a match with Kane who actively prevents people from getting hurt and does it well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other pieces that that's how you get the promotional stuff on Thursday in, in uh, Guymon, Oklahoma, or, you know, whatever a small town is in Quebec, small, you know, 50,000 person town.
0: And that's the deal. It also gives them the ability to try out storylines without them being part of the actual storyline, right? Correct. So, Mm -hmm. if you if you don't know if Bianca Belair is going to be popular as a champion, right? You have a wrestle matches against the champion at house shows, and you see how the fans react to her there. Um, And without doing the house shows, I think WWE is going to find that. Uh, they're going to have a hard time establishing who's actually popular. They're going to have a hard time getting their, their storylines vetted. And they're also, I think, going to have wrestlers get out of ring shape a lot faster, uh,
2: because they're
0: only wrestling once or twice a week. So,
2: well, I mean, that's what we kind of have now anyways, right? They're wrestling once a week and Mm -hmm. At the, granted, they're using the same superstars over and over, but that doesn't necessarily mean the other superstars are out of shape. So um, I don't know. I mean, at this rate, I, I think they they do need to still keep at least doing the shows, if not for storylines, kind of more for, like, I don't know, rebuilding back your brand because what you've been doing this past year has been a lot of hot garbage, and you've done what you wanted to because you didn't have the fans kind of saying, hey, you know, we don't like this, we like this. Like, literally, apparently, the only reason why Tamina got the championship is because the or the tag team championships is because the, they heard the fans at WrestleMania chant her name and cheer her on. And they're like, oh, they really like her. So they gave her that opportunity. So I think it would help of older uh, stars that they're not obviously even using right now uh, just even help with that. N- not even as supposed to like showing a storyline, just more along the lines of, hey, the fans are just behind this wrestler, so maybe we should look into actually getting them a storyline. Sort of ordeal. deal. Because now it's just they're catering all the vents, and that's it. You know? Um, so, yeah. Well... Yeah. And
1: I don't know. I, you test the storylines, all of that. I mean, there's, there's value to every single aspect of that. The, I think the promotional value is, is through the roof to, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to a friend the other day and they were like, yeah, my 21st birthday, I went to a professional wrestling show and it was a local show. I think you, that gives you the chance to catch some local shows if you do that, um, to pick up the local talent to come in and take those bumps from Ryback, um, I don't want to see it be Ryback, but
0: that's nah, he's going to retire anyways because you know he's going you to do what a survey says. And he says he, he claims he's tied to whatever the survey says.
1: <laughs> survey says
0: another one for the good guys. So feed me no. more. And, that, and that's the deal is I, I think it's a bad move from WWE to not do house shows I think AEW is going to move in the opposite way and going to start do house shows uh, if only from a standpoint of A uh, like I said testing out storylines and all of that stuff helping keeping their wrestlers in tip top shape and B uh, we've established on, on previous conversations that AEW is trying to fill up A, a video library that they can then sell to, someone or license to someone, a la Peacock taking WWE, um, Mm -hmm. so that there can be a streaming service attached to it. So, Mm -hmm. but we are going to go ahead and move on. Keep it. Hold on, on. one more thing. Honorable mention goes to Seth Taylor, on a bad performance for the night. Yeah,
1: goes that suit was bad. Seth Taylor, Seth Rollins Taylor.
2: Oh, yeah. Respect the drip,
1: man. Yeah, Yeah, I do. Except for tonight. That was the worst suit he's
0: worn. (laughs)
2: That
0: was hideous. Well, we will move on (laughs) to worst move. Worst Worst move move of the night. So, singular move. What? I mean, we could argue... Then it was uh, Bianca Belair failing the wrap her hair around the, the legs for the pin.
1: Is that where you're going? Because I feel like you're going somewhere else. So you're already up. May as well tell me what yours well, is. Well,
0: uh, you know, I'm I'm saying honorable mention for worst move of the night was me forgetting to fill out my predictions bracket for JLB's <laughs> wrestling pool
2: until it was too late. So Yeah, one job. Yeah. I could have called you out on your whole I knew what's his face was good the the mysterious were gonna win I'm like oh I was thinking let, let me go check the results I'm like oh he didn't vote mother
0: no. I was too busy
2: doing other things
0: like getting ready for a live stream yeah too busy making excuses I know <sighs> I'm just teasing well also too busy coughing up a lung but that's a side thing altogether that's fair but but no uh worst move of the night you know I Probably the one that I'm always going to say worst move of the night is it's Charlotte Flair's stupid backflip to the outside that nobody knows how to catch. So she always just ends up landing basically on her feet and then rolling backwards. It's never exciting. It's never that's a valid point. Like her her you're talking about her moonsault, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I does th- it
2: in every multi-man match that she's in. And, and it's always weird because it's always like her moonsault's too high and it's more like you're doing um, an acrobatic competition where that's your last finale moonsault backflip and you're just going to land it and it's beautiful. But no, you're trying to hurt people here. It never works. I never got why she never perfected that. It's weird because it's a beautiful moonsault. It's just well, not
0: effective. I think part of the thing is she knows that no one's ever set up to catch her right because in – it should be her landing on top of them like this, but no one's ever ready to catch her like this. So she continues rotating so she can land feet first. And then she basically lands like she just did a backflip and landed on her feet. And so then she's got to do this awkward roll backwards, like, oh, so powerful. I fell all the way to the ground. Oh. <laughs> um, Other worst move of the night, um, and I know what she was doing with this, but but uh, Charlotte has to get it for her ring attire. Uh, it was it was Cruella, Cruella De Vil inspired, but no. her, but her ring attire just looked like Holstein cows. She looked like she was cosplaying as a cow.
2: Yeah, straight up. I I commented on you guys with that. Like, I'm like, guys, what is this? And then like, first of all, Emma Stone did it so much better. Like, get out of here. I can't wait till that comes out. And that's gonna be interesting. Uh, But yeah, no, it was just weird. I liked her jacket, but then her actual ring attire was weird. And I was like, And, I mean, look, Ray Mysterio did it good. Rey Mysterio had the Batman cosplay. You know, spot on. I don't know what Dominic was. I think maybe he was the Joker with his cosplay. Um, And then, you know, Seth Rollins was just a clown with his suit. So, (laughs) no. It was horrible. Yeah. um, But, no, yeah, that's... uh, Worst move, though. I guess I... I know best moves, but uh, we're at worst moves right now so uh... Dominic's frog splash mm-hmm. too shame not a whole Touché. lot of bears, so JLB don't care you know I don't know
1: that was that was one of the two I was gonna mention so yeah I don't blame you there. Mm-hmm. Any others you got to throw on there?
2: Well, I mean, Flair's Moonsault I have always hated, but I mean, you know, it's just expected with Flair. Um, yeah, no, no, uh, no bueno. I can't think of anything. Okay. What do you got?
1: Um, I've added another one because I had Dominic's Frogs Flash on there. Uh, bronze High Risk Maneuver was pretty bad. Um which you actually just sent a meme about that was making fun of it, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that um, was
0: literally a suicide dive. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was bad. It was bad. Um
1: worst the other worst move. Oh, the archer of infamy going ahead and commercializing himself with his archer move to the movie logo above
0: the ring. Pretty bad. That's how I felt. I I would also say the Archer of Infamy watching two people get eaten alive inside the ring by zombies Ah, and just being like, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll leave. I'm the good guy, and I'm just going to leave.
2: And what's <laughs> weird is that even, the commentators even mentioned something like, oh, I think the Miz got, like, eaten, or not the Miz, but Morrison got eaten over there by the barricade. Oh, yeah, it was just right there. We should check if he's okay or so. I don't know. They said something like that. Like, why are you still talking about it? No, just don't. It was a stupid scenario, and if you want us to, I don't know, just forget about it. Don't remind us that someone got eaten over there by the barricade. Like, it's not going to help your scenario here, or your case, because yeah, Jesus,
1: I, I almost wish that never clarified how they got rid of said people.
2: Ever. No, that's it, that's it. Like, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do it worse than now? Okay, they're gone. Bye.
1: So yeah, <laughs> it just it's so dumb, so dumb,
0: so dumb. But yeah, no, I yeah, would, who, I would say, who were their zombie is. wranglers during the during the commercial break? <laughs> it's it's like
1: uh like uh oh uh, Chris Pratt's character on Jurassic World or Jurassic Park or whatever it is the remake. <laughs> They're guys that are specially trained in how to handle zombies. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh oh we lost them both. Can you hear me? Sorry, like... I'm
0: just muted because I'm copying my brain out.
1: No, no, that's fine. It's just my podcast, and I'm going to talk about eating Milky Ways. Uh, um, no. Anyway, what happened? I don't know. I, I I don't know. You you both disappeared at the same time, which was terrifying. <laughs> it was like, oh my god,
0: did the zombies oh. get them?
2: That's it. Yeah.
0: I just decided that word. it wasn't work. You guys watching me cop my brains out because was a car are in there, Chief?
2: I don't know. Oh, here we go. Um, that sounds like a no. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're gonna, you gonna if you can just write down the next topic you can just hold it up to the camera and we'll read it or just
2: or, or just change the tag and we'll be able to say it
1: yeah worst moment okay so it's worst moment now um well no which we technically did no we just did worst move now we're doing worst moment um so worst moment yeah fucking zombies man <laughs> like I do feel like we're starting to beat a dead horse. I thank you for earlier when you said um, something different. Yeah. yeah, um, Letting somebody get eaten alive is a worse moment. Um, Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't know what else to say. Like, uh, Graves, like the complete and utter ignorance to the fact that people had just got eaten alive on the show. (laughs) <laughs> I suppose, is worse. Like, yeah, that is pretty bad. I, you're going to have this fake thing, and then you're not even going to sell the fake thing. Yeah. Because it's so obviously fake.
2: And I'm sorry. I, I Maybe the worst moment was actually Morrison uh, opening the door, and then he sees the zombies, and is like, <laughs> huh? Huh? Well, he stares What's forever. On? Yeah. yeah and just, then I'm like, why why haven't they eaten you yet? What's what's going on? And why aren't you more terrified when you do talk to the Miz? Like, you're just all kind of like, huh? Okay. Um, what was also really stupid, also maybe a worse move outside of the ring was maybe Cesaro mentioning that he was chilling with the zombies before his match. And I was just like. You know, you just had the mismatch happen, and we're supposed to kind of believe these zombies. Um, whatever. And I get I, I get it. No one realizes, and so I'll, I'll, to be different. I'll just go with the uh, I'll just go with Cesaro tweeting. Or no, it, it's Cesaro tweeting that he was chilling with the zombies, and Morrison actually uh, opening that locker room door and semi chilling with the zombies out of shockness, and they didn't do anything to him. So those are probably the worst moves that you could have made the zombie thing even more have more un uh, like unbelievableness a uh, part of it just because it just made no sense. And uh yeah, so I guess I'll be unnoble again and uh, make it zombie related because I really think. Uh, I don't know how you couldn't moment.
1: on the worst though. I mean no. l- seriously, we could have started every one of these worst categories with zombies and then it's <laughs> this. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. (laughs) Like, what's the worst? What's the worst booking? Zombies, and then what? (laughs) What's the (laughs) second worst? That's what this pod. This entire podcast should be is, what's the second worst? That's it. Go on
0: to the to the best. Okay. I feel like we're reviewing Hell in a
1: Cell all over again.
0: Yeah, we're, worst moment. Um, the Hell in a Cell ending in a referee stoppage because of zombies.
1: <laughs>
0: Prediction. Oh, my God. Is that moment. what
1: they're doing? <laughs>
0: no, it's not Please going God, to be because, no. because the zombie movie comes out next week. Okay. And so by next month's pay-per-view, they'll have some other fucking sponsorship. I'm just going to be... Uh, Hell in a cell goes to outer space with the Fast and Furious people. <laughs> don't do that. If if you're watching or listening, WWE, don't fucking don't do it.
1: that. <laughs> Vin Diesel comes in, rips the door off the hell or off the cell. Yeah. Breaks in, and that's the end of it.
0: <laughs> but no, it's it's the zombies. Zombies was the worst moment. Whoever in the booking committee was like, "Hey, I got an idea. How about we do zombie lumberjacks?"
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they made this a thing. I really, honestly, don't get it. Like, no, I don't know why really even. Mm.
1: Did they knew that know they were doing this all the way back when they had Bad Bunny on?
2: I don't they... think so. No. Mm. I don't think so. I think this was just the spirit of the moment. Who are we going to get for Lumberjacks? Hmm, I don't know. And then they randomly saw an Army of the Dead trailer or something, or whatever it's called. Army of whatever. what a- Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Uh, and they're like, oh, what if we do... Yeah, I feel like it's a Vince thing. What if we do zombies as the Lumberjacks? Like, but, and, you know, they're not going to say no to Vince. They'll just say, okay. He's like, yeah, that would be some good S-word. But I don't know. I don't... and I. I don't know. I don't know. I'm done. Can we can we switch subjects? Well, <laughs> we are finally on
0: to the best. Oh, thank God! So no zombie dog at all. See, let's see <laughs> if we can finish this off by figuring out the best moment of the pay per view. Best moment. You
1: know, it was good to see those two guys gang up together and take on the zombies.
2: Oh, Jesus. I think I'm going to yeah. mute you for that. and then You're on mute, good sir.
1: No, I'm not. I can turn it back on.
2: Yeah, I just had anyway. to do it
0: shortly. Mm.
1: So, um... But, uh... No, I... I I, I really as much as I called Bianca's win um uh predictable um I you you have to be excited to see three people who just got their titles at WWE um WrestleMania not WrestleMania backlash but regular WrestleMania all retain um and so i'm gonna go go with uh, all three of them bianca uh rhea ripley and bobby lashley for retaining that that was the best for me okay uh <laughs> there's That's something a... to be said for for hey we do actually have another generation of wrestlers coming
2: I guess, but I mean, I just found it very predictable. So I really didn't consider it as a moment. I considered it as lackluster storytelling because you don't know what you're doing. Uh, Um, Best moment, I'm going to have to go with um, probably kind of how they're booking Roman, how they actually didn't get any of the Usos to come out. (laughs) And Roman was actually... um, Know Roman and Cesaro actually had a pretty solid match, I found. Although I knew the result of it, I was still pretty intrigued of how it was going, what they were doing in that match, and the fact that Roman did do it all on his own. Um you know, and I I I'm I, I think the pass out thing is kind of a cop out, but I do get it. Um, so I was kind of happy that they did do it on this one because then it makes Cesaro still also look strong. So um, as much as I wanted Cesaro to win, I think if he was going to lose, they made it the best way possible. Um, I'm always down to see Cesaro and Seth Rollins fight again. Uh, That's going to be a good time, but I just feel like they're putting Cesaro in this loop. And like, what are you going to do with him now? So... That is kind of my my best moment. That matchup and how that match was booked, I think, was uh, pretty solid. So uh the ending, I guess, of the match of making Cesaro pass out, um, was my best moment in terms of the booking to make both superstars seem strong as hell. Okay. Yep. and that's it. Um I'm going to
0: kind of uh, be in the middle here, uh, because I think best moment for me as a whole from the pay-per-view was specifically Rhea Ripley winning. Um, Because she won with her finisher, um, the Riptide, cleanly over her main challenger, Asuka, um, I think it helped establish her as the champion. My worry going into this, anytime they do the triple threat, the worry is that they're going to have uh the finish in some way weaken the champion. And um in a way Bobby Lashley winning in a way sort of weakened him. It didn't really, but in a way it did because he wasn't the one who hit the final move on Braun Strowman. He did he did spear after After the claymore, after the claymore, right? Um, But he hopped in and threw Drew McIntyre out, and then delivered. And I get what you're saying. And so, in a way, it it was opportunistic rather than. Now, I get it. He's supposed to be kind of a chicken shit heel in some ways, and so it's not a huge point there. But Rhea Ripley, not only was she involved in the finish, but she was involved cleanly in the finish. It was a clean one, two, three. uh, After hitting the. Riptide, which I think is a cool move, you know. So, um, whereas, like we mentioned, worst moments, just just in general, in the worst moment, Bianca Belair not just messing up that finish, but that finish just in general was not set up to make Bianca look good. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Rhea Ripley looked good in her finish, so that's my best moment of the night. So, we'll move on. This one will be a little bit tougher because the there were only what six matches. Yes. Yeah, um, so breakout star of the night. It's going to be a little harder to choose someone for this.
1: Zombie 27. Don't do me <laughs> first. Just do him and mute me. It's fine. I deserve <laughs> it.
2: Um okay, breakout star of the night. I might have to go with Cesaro Um, just because it's about time they're giving him this opportunity to break out. Um, Maybe Ricochet might have been in that picture if I saw the kickoff show and I was fairly disappointed that Sheamus and Ricochet was on the kickoff because by golly I would have wanted to see that match on the pay-per-view or if it was promoted earlier enough for me to watch the kickoff show. Because when <clears throat> excuse me, because when I heard that match was on the kickoff, I was like, oh my God, couldn't you have not put this zombie crap on the kickoff or something and given me Seamus Ricochet? Um again, I digress. I will have to give it to Cesaro because Cesaro completely looks strong. Uh, I think this is the first time he's been in a singles main event um so he just looked even stronger and um yeah i i i i feel like they're gonna hopefully keep pushing him after this whole seth rollins thing i just don't get the seth rollins thing because he already beat him so what are you doing now um and yeah, so that's who I'm gonna say is the breakout star, Cesaro, just for being the wrestler we know he is, but finally getting that platform to showcase how good he is. That's my go-to.
1: I uh, I'm on. It's terrifying. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would I I wholeheartedly agree that that's number one. Number two on my list for this, so that we don't have just Cesaro's Cesaro's singles performance was exceptional, and that's the end of it. Um, my number two on this list, I'm gonna I'm gonna say is Jey Uso on convincing me that he's Roman's bitch, and the reason I say that is. Tonight, he asked, he begged, he didn't just ask, he begged for permission to pick the bones. And that part made me go, oh, you really are Roman's bitch. (laughs) Like, at first it was, I'm discontent with the fact that I have to, that I have to take this role because I agreed to it for my title shot. Now it's. I oh boss boss please boss can i eat some boss boss can i can i pick his bones boss come on boss can i pick his bones that's that's what i genuinely thought when i when i heard it and i was like oh you are selling that
2: holy smokes so i i don't get why they didn't even bring jimmy out like, he was there. Why didn't you make this a thing? Well, why? Like, I, I don't know what story you're trying to tell. Are you going to make them feud? Or are you going to make him partner up with Roman first before you make the brothers feud? Um, I just don't get why you couldn't have used them in this capacity, uh, if anything. Instead of bringing Seth, you could have brought out Jimmy and looked like Jimmy was going to save uh, Cesaro. Or maybe Jimmy did save Cesaro. Like that would have been a better story to tell to at least just start this feud. Because don't drag me along. Like that's what they always seem to do on the most ridiculous storyline. Not the ridiculous storylines, but storylines we know that are going to happen. Like it's point blank in your face right there. Just give me what I want, uh, except for zombies. Uh, Batista's fault. Um, You know, give me just give me that feud happening already. Because I don't know what you're waiting for. Maybe it's SummerSlam. I don't know. But, yeah, just wanted to put my two cents there. You had one brother come out and one brother not do anything. So, kind of missed a golden opportunity to maybe make Jimmy Uso kind of a breakout star in that moment, too, perhaps.
0: Yeah. I think... um, I think Cesaro is the the breakout star of the night. Like I said, it's tough because he was already a star, right? Um, And I think the fans all thought that he was a star. It was just waiting for for WWE to get it. but, But so he comes along with this, puts on a heck of a match, and then does the ultimate face pass out rather than give up. Right. So, so I, would, I should I also would I, I, we should
1: also mention Bobby Roode's Spine Buster here. Um, that returned to stardom, maybe <laughs> a little bit. Um, okay. You don't have to vomit about it, or maybe you're just coughing right now. I don't know.
0: Coughing. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: so, Bobby Lashley, or not Bobby Lashes, Bobby Roode's um, Spine Buster looked as legit as Bobby Roode has done anything in ages. That said, again, I think we're three for three on voting for Cesaro there.
0: Yes. So Cesaro, breakout star of the night, that's that's decided. So now we go to best performance of the night. Hmm. Since best. JLB is not in the middle of um, eating
2: a Reese's peanut butter cup, I'm really just licking the <laughs> wrapper. That's 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 pretty nasty. Um, yes, so it's peanut butter and chocolate, but like I don't know why you would call that nasty of the night. Just because it's on camera and it's weird. Uh, best performance of the night. Hmm. <laughs> we'll play. Best performance of the night is um well I guess I have to Do I give you it to you? You don't it have to, to mute me, dude. <laughs> do I do I give I... it to Cesaro then? Like I mean, I don't it's six matches and I don't know. I wasn't obviously feeling anything in the tag match. Um I honest to God really do feel that um I would maybe have to give it to Cesaro again. Like I, I don't know who else to give it to, to be frank, who was overly outstanding, uh, more so than usual. So you know, do I wanna give it to maybe the Miz and Damien Priest for trying to fight off zombies? I mean, I don't know that you gotta really be in character to pull that off. And gee golly, they they sure did their darndest. But no, it's mine's going to uh Cesaro because uh I don't know what else to do.
1: I'll give best performance of the night to Miz and, and Damien Priest. Oh, I'm not putting you. my camera back up. Now, here's why. <laughs> no, this isn't the match itself. The reason I'm giving it to that um, – I'm changing locations in my house, so I apologize. But the reason I, I'm giving it to that is at the end of the day, the Miz and Damien Priest did not have a bad match. They had bad circumstances. And there is something to be said for bad circumstances causing the, the one bad part of their match was where they had to team up to fight, fight off the zombies. Other mm-hmm. than that, their match itself was pretty dang decent for a Lumberjacks match. So I will. I'll give, that, that, I'll give them <laughs> best performance of the night having to deal with that. With an honorable mention for, and I don't think we've done best move yet, but to Rey Mysterio's slide, um, slide belly, belly splash thing that he does. However, I will say, you didn't know Ziggler was laying down there, so what? You just randomly decided to slide and prayed that he was there. Like stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're not
1: tall enough to see that.
0: Other point. Anyway, so, so for me, best performance of the night, this is going to probably surprise DA fame for me to say it, but I think Roman did the best uh, performance of
1: the night. I, I, I really can't disagree significantly. I just, mm. I personally, now mind you, at the beginning of the year on our predictions for the year show, I predicted Roman would hold the title all year long. And I thought it would be a good thing. Uh, Five months in, I really think it's okay for him to lose it and then pick it back up and have it the rest of the year. Very, very Drew McIntyre. Very Drew McIntyre.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think he had such a dominant performance overall. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cesaro got his moves in and everything. But it seemed like everything Cesaro came at him, Roman Reigns had scouted. Roman Reigns attacked his arm so he couldn't hit the, the European uppercuts and all that stuff, couldn't hit the neuralizer. And so they told a really good story with that about Roman being prepared for him. Also, Roman beating him clean without interference, I think, was a very important storyline element that he was proving that he's the, he's the head of the table, not because he's got underlings, but because he's the head of the table. Um, right, and so I think that's important. There also were some great moments even afterwards when uh, when Jay Uso came in with the 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 lay necklace, whatever you want to call it, to give to him. Uh Roman looked at him kind of with contempt at first, before allowing him to, you know, put the necklace around his neck, and then before begrudgingly allowing him to go beat up on cesaro and even the the little stare down when seth rollins came in and kind of congratulated him but really just wanted to get past him to beat up on cesaro some more Mm
2: -hmm. these
0: were all little performance moments i
2: think hypothetically asking
1: for permission
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he was asking permission necessarily. Hi- hypothetically, he, he smiled and
1: looked at him like I'm 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 just out here for that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't want you to kick my ass, bud. I'm just out here for that. I'm a hyena. Sim there, Mufasa. I'm just a hyena.
0: I want to eat I want to pick the bone. Mufasa. Ooh. Say it again. Roman Reigns. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> so so that's where why Roman gets my vote for
2: performance of the night second
0: is that's
2: a, it's it's no that's that's not a bad call too though because honestly roman looked hell powerful this is the he's they and clearly that's what they're doing with him right they've been building that up the whole wrestlemania thing where they puts two both guys and he pins both of them they're doing all of this to make him look powerful i swear to god he better not lose to like goldberg or something though or Brock Lesnar because if, if you're doing all this work to make him lose to some douche and it's not someone you're gonna try to bring on up, then uh I'ma be pissed. I'ma be if pissed. they
1: bring back Brock, they have to have Heyman look at Brock and go, Listen man, you don't want to do this.
2: I oh mean, my goodness, that's goodness why it's gonna be right back.
1: Oh Jesus. I will no, no, slaughter it's, you it's, if that comes true.
2: He's and he's That's gonna retire. Guys.
0: He's That's the reason he's trolling us with this whole thing. He's gonna surprise everyone and show up at SummerSlam and beat Roman.
2: Listen, don't get well, this idea. Oh, and right back just go to G Z
1: W and have a Nah, I don't wanna wish an injury
2: on anybody, but Yeah, you just did, you evil, evil individual. Just retire. Just do what your Twitter followers are telling you and retire. And we Ryback will all versus be happy. Nick Gage. Oh, that was a great episode, by the way. Wow. And I actually got to find the David Arquette and entire Nick Gage match. And uh, whew, it was as bad as uh, they were saying. I uh, <laughs> Great, uh I, I love it. Honestly, between the, the greatest things going on in WWE right now is not their content, it's it's the e biography specials, it's the a treasure specials as well, it's also just the WWE Network's docuseries and Vice's Dark Side of the Ring. It's all of their documentary content that literally is killing it for the WWE that's making it worthwhile to watch those certain things. But the actual product in itself is a heck ton of a work in progress because by golly i am so happy i don't watch raw because i get the feedback from what happened at raw and i'm just like wow that would have been a waste of my time then when you have a waste of a pay-per-view like this which i'm gonna watch of course because i want to do the review and so on and so forth but i mean nothing really happened except okay cool we have mysterios as tag team champions Nothing might as well have happened because no one cares. No offense. Sorry. Not sorry. And I'm out. Okay. That's (laughs) all. So we will move on to under hype of the night. This
0: is the sleeper sleeper moment of the night. The thing that they didn't talk about and somehow another turned into something big.
2: Uh, I'd probably go with the Rey Mysterio match. Technically. As much as we're kind of dogging on it or whatever, uh, I don't know. I didn't see the Rey Mysterios winning. I, I guess maybe I didn't catch on with them alluding to this will be the first time that this ever happens. So I I don't remember recalling them saying that, uh, but it's definitely down WWE's alley to say such a thing. So I was kind of shocked by it. Um, but again, it's still kind of useless. <laughs> so um that was my under-hype hype, uh, under-hype that ended up at least giving me a little bit of shockery. But that's just because maybe because I'm not really watching the product, I'm not hearing the commentators talk about Ray and uh, Dom being the number one of things. So I'll go with that because I don't know what else would be the under-hype that was better than expected. Oh, for, we'll uh, move to DA Fabe
0: <laughs> what was your under hype of the night
1: <laughs> uh, The, I mean we didn't know the zombies were coming until later um, wasn't better than expected as soon as I knew they were doing it I was like yeah, this is going to be crap Um, I uh, maybe the Dominic match?
2: I I, I might actually have to give you this. I think Um, I've been killing it with my picks this time. I've even gotten people to switch? Or (laughs) I
1: I, I guess uh, just to be different, I I would say um, I felt hyped up about Cesaro and Roman. I, I knew Cesaro could put on an incredible match, but they... Didn't they? They hyped the the Jimmy return as much as the match. So I'll mm. say that match.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I'll go with that. Just don't want to give it to me. What a deuce! Not giving the enough tonight.
0: Fair. Uh. I- I have a hard time saying it's the, the Rey Mysterio match, if only because of the amount of hype that they did give it in advance. But of of all the matches, I mean, the real under hype of the night was you know, Ricochet versus uh, Sheamus on the kickoff show. Oh, that they I know. Literally rough. didn't fucking announce. Um, they didn't though so, right
2: I wasn't just not paying attention they no didn't.
0: I didn't hear it, okay. and and the reason I can say I didn't hear anything about it is I didn't watch the kickoff show because I didn't hear an announcement of a match for it so I'm oh, like I'm right. oh, just gonna be talking fucking heads and then nope it was Ricochet versus Sheamus uh, and probably if we counted pre-show matches probably would have been up there for match of the night contention yeah yeah we out, don't count yeah. kickoff show matches, so and none of us watched it. So yeah, really. Uh... And you know, of course, we're here in the states. The two of us watching here on Peacock, we can't rewind. To go so watch. if we found out about it afterwards, we're sol. I'm looking at you, Peacock.
2: <laughs> That's valid. That must really suck. <laughs> Look at that! I'm it so angry fun. I'm getting
0: asthma from it.
2: Oh, it sucks to
0: be your
1: asthma. Ast- That's culture right there. Ast- Throw in a
0: Lord of the Flies reference.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Pretty so we will move on to OMG moment. The moment of the night that we said oh my god. And unfortunately even though this isn't the best segment it, it, it probably with zombies wasn't it (laughs) oh my god oh my god (laughs) well it could have been that oh
1: my god they didn't replay where they where she tied up bailey's feet because i didn't see that i didn't see it because it didn't happen so i suppose that's kind of in that category i don't know
0: Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. No. The the power bomb through the table was kind of an oh my god moment. The suicide dive from a three hundred and eighty-five pound man. Yeah, that looked little, like he was legitimately <laughs> trying to commit suicide. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean
2: that's a valid point for sure.
1: Um I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte does that moonsault enough that you don't really say, oh, my God, to it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, here comes Dominic, but he didn't really have an injury before, so I suppose that's fine. <laughs> oh, my God, would this be more enjoyable to watch and watch along on YouTube than it would be on pay-per-view? Because the yeah. Ray and Dominic Matt or the Ray and Dirty Scoundrels, or whatever their name is, um, match was being watched by Ray's daughter and wife. I don't know. It's it's probably zombies. Oh my <laughs> god, they're gonna have zombies in this match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's even one under the commentary table. Like somehow they didn't know that that guy
0: went under there. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Unfortunately, even though this is supposed to be the best segment, that's really (laughs) the oh my god moment. We're like, oh look, they're they're doing a sponsorship with the Army of Dead movie. That's kind of fun, right? Oh my god. Oh my. (laughs) Oh my god. They're gonna work this into actual.
2: Oh my god. They're gonna actually use the zombies on. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, oh, my God. I, I definitely said, oh, my God, a few times, but in the worst way possible. So definitely not going to be giving it to the Zamskis. Um, oh, my God moment. Uh, I was going to make a joke out of it. I mean, honestly, anytime Bianca Belair comes into the ring swinging her hair, I, I feel like a referee's eye is going to get knocked out because it's been twice now. I think once was at WrestleMania. I've heard that she actually hit the ref and, okay, no, it's not. It was a bad joke, but I see it happen all the time and I'm just oh my god my way through life because the referee's always so close to her hairs. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to go with the 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 suicide dive was something. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I am switching it to um the Falcon Arrow that um that uh it was, Drew it, was a Michino,
1: it was a Michinoku driver.
2: Oh, the the Michinoku driver that uh, uh McIntyre did on Braun. Yeah. What that the was a that that moment.
0: That oh that my was God. that was the sort of thing that twenty years ago they would have been comparing to Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Yeah. And it kind of shows how Much things have changed recently
2: that it wasn't that big of a deal this time. I mean, even even the suplex that they did where they teamed up, to to see Braun Strowman up in the air for that long, I, I get it, they're two strong guys and they can definitely do it. Cool, like, no problem. But, oh my God, to just have him up there. And I was like, this is the first and last time I will probably see Braun Strowman go up that high. Like... Holy act! Well, they're both two strong guys that
1: can do that, but at the same time, it did take. Uh, I mean, it was a really bad move watching uh, Bobby Lashley try and do the the choke slam powerbomb thing to Brock. Mm-hmm. Like he barely got any air. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> maybe that should have been our botch of the night, but
0: nope, still zombies. Yep,
2: zombies. <laughs>
0: So we will go ahead and move on to best move of the night. This is our second to last category. So we're on the home stretch here. Mitch you Noku know, driver. I'm just gonna yeah. sorry. Just
2: Mitch you Nooku know, driver. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a valid point. Um... You call it a Falcon arrow whatever it's you well well, i can't steal your
1: stuff if you you don't know what you're
2: talking about yeah yeah you know what i meant which is very interesting no it's fine um yeah it's fine because i'm right and you're wrong i mean you know you (laughs) can have the flowers good sir you can have the flowers that's right i wish i wish i had flowers here and i'd point it to the screen but i got no flowers in my room um I want Here. to say something that Cesaro did. <laughs> there we go. But you have them already, so that doesn't work. I was supposed to give you flowers. Um, let me think. Let me. F-
1: I felt like sure Cesaro the Cesaro did-
2: swing. No, oh, I, I mean, I was thinking. I was like, man, how come we didn't do the Cesaro swing? I'm like, how would he do the Cesaro swing? Braun Strowman's a big dude. and uh, uh Roman. Roman Reigns is a big dude. Like, I think maybe Cesaro can do it. But once they were doing his whole arm thing and they were working on that, I was like, okay, that's just not even going to be a thing to make it happen. Because he probably could, but maybe, you know, two, three stri- swings out of it. Not, uh, you know, there was no 32 swings that he was going to do on Roman. And no. if he did... kudos to him
0: Uh, Um, as as much as I agree with Cesaro doing stuff I I remember that I should have put in the um, botch of the night moment Cesaro's uh, sharpshooter that (laughs) he didn't even put on right and then couldn't even hold on to I I don't think that was a botch
1: though I thought it was very innovative for him to try and maintain it with the injury, one arm, so, yeah,
2: that's you, it.
0: you know, he probably wouldn't have struggled so much if he would have put it on the right way in the first place. No, shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, um,
2: easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I category mean, are you in again? I, I, I best, best move, move. <laughs> and I'm one hundred percent across the
0: bottom. Yep. Yeah, I'm 100% down. on the, top Bear. Of the air. Michinoku driver. That was you by just far say the, the Yeah, mostly because you just fucked up my head by saying it that way. So I blame you for everything.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I, I'll, I'll agree with that because that move, honestly, craziness. Yeah. Michinoku driver all the way, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially on Braun. Like, oh my God, how? <laughs> craziness. Yeah.
0: So now who's stealing shit?
2: Yeah. Wow, one.
0: We will move on to match of the night. Best match out of all six of the night. Not counting kickoff show. Not counting the zombies. (laughs) I mean, if Uh... you want to put the zombies in match of the night, that's uh, your prerogative, but I will then send everyone after you because i'll be like jlb thought that was the match of the night
2: go get him hey (sighs) there was people defending the match though like some wwe stands are just too much like call it what it is and they're like oh no but but it's entertainment or you guys take everything so seriously and or like it's not about taking anything seriously it's about really thinking we're absolute morons too, and thinking this is actually a good freaking move to do. Like you want to be a tad realistic, but it's entertainment. I get it. It's entertainment, but it's not a freaking. Um, I don't know. It's 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 not. It doesn't. It's not something to be in wrestling. <laughs> No, uh, here's what it uh, comes down to: is if if
0: you are as a fan like the zombies, right? That's your prerogative. You have the ability um, to like the zombies, but by liking the zombies in WWE, uh, you do uh, have to understand you give up the rights to complain about Orange Cassidy. Uh, in AEW, <laughs> Luchasaurus in AEW, um, any of the weird stuff AEW does, right? Because that's the deal. It's, it's it's all or nothing. Like if you if you want to make fun of Luchasaurus in AEW, then you cannot also just be like, yeah, whatever. It's just zombies. Uh, for WWE you have to kind of go both ways and here's Mm -hmm. the deal I don't like the the zombies in WWE I like Luchasaurus but partially because Luchasaurus does the whole thing tongue in cheek we're not supposed to believe he's actually a dinosaur we're supposed to believe he's a guy who thinks he's a dinosaur that's a big distinction there Mm -hmm. right Orange Cassidy is not literally a sloth. Orange Cassidy is just a guy who puts the minimum effort into wrestling that he needs to. And when he has to, he pulls out the stops. So, um, But but that's all it comes down to I mean, if you like the zombies in WWE, more power to you. Have fun with it. But you forfeit your right to make fun of things in AEW. That's my thought. thought.
2: So. Yeah, it's about that point um so did i go did i mention mine yet or no match of the night match of the night i uh would have to be the minimum am i for me wow. uh, it's match of the night no yes yeah.
0: the minimum the yes, minimum
2: all right, the main been, event. Jesus Christ. main event. Cesaro versus Roman Reigns match of the night. Um, just because it had the most action in it. And I didn't like the triple threat Lashley match. Or wasn't an overly huge fan of Flair being in the triple threat women's match. So my match of the night is Cesaro versus Roman Reigns in the WrestleMania backlash Main event. Thank you for <laughs>
1: enunciating "la,"
2: <Love>. "la," "la." <laughs> um,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and I'm gonna get disagreement, and I'm okay with that. This is the best match Braun has had in ages, uh, and because Braun was actually entertaining in this match, because. All three were really great powerhouses. Uh, I, I would say the worst part of this match was being reminded that it's no disqualification over and over and over again. And so I am I am going to give it to um, Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Braun. I think they all did really really well in this match. I think that it was a a well played match. Um, I, that's where I have to go with it. I, I really do believe that that was the best match of the night.
0: Yeah, I'm a bit torn because I, storyline wise, storytelling wise, Roman versus Cesaro told the best story and was probably the best match of the night from that standpoint. But then when you put in ring work and everything, I think the Braun. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, maybe was the best in terms of ring work. Um, the triple threat with Asuka, Rhea Ripley, and and Charlotte was very solid ring work and everything. But like uh JLB, I would have preferred it to be a singles match, just two people. So um, so I'm kind of torn on which one I would go with. I think I think overall, I think it's gonna be Roman versus Cesaro. Um but the Bobby Lashley one, it's a viable option. So, I'm going with the main event.
1: Did you just see the mismatch? Is that what you the said? We never do
2: such a thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's our choices here we're split on a lot of them split on match of the night Um, so let us know in the comments or on social media what you think you can find all of the links for our social media and all that stuff in the doobly doos uh, below this on whatever platform you're looking at uh, so you can see that there doobly doos are going to tell you all about what uh, where to I find really everything? Do. It includes our link to our Patreon, our merch store, um, all of our social medias, all the different places you can listen to this podcast, including merch. YouTube and and Facebook. So you can participate in the live streams, uh, because we are recording it now live on Facebook and YouTube. So, um, go to the doobly doos, click on the links that for Patreon merch or socials. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of those in the doobly-doos. So, um, But on that note, we're going to wrap things up. All in all, a disappointing pay-per-view, not for the in-ring work, but for all of the other crap that came along with it for WWE. I'm pretty sure we call this a good pay-per-view, if not for zombies. I think the zombies uh, really did a lot to to ruin it. I just think, in some ways, I think it was just overbooked like if uh, instead of it being a triple threat it was uh, just Asuka versus Rhea Ripley Um, if instead of it being a triple threat it was just Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman I think we would have thought this was a a pretty good pay-per-view I think it was overbooked and then add in the fucking zombies and that threw it all for a loop there so Um, but because I've been dying coughing and having to mute all this we're going to go ahead and wrap things up Uh, make sure to like share and subscribe uh, to the podcast you can uh, follow us on the social media you can follow me at raw and order WBU you can follow D.A. Fabe at at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe but you probably won't see me
2: (laughs) and you can follow jlb at jlb 420 real talk radio is the brand at real talk radio eight i am gonna have the nick gage review up with my boy mike um we talk about what we liked about that episode and um you will also find there as well the review for uh the brian pillman one as well uh so that will be up tomorrow anchor.fm rtr where you can find all the streams and uh yeah we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time so let the good times roll backlash was a-okay not that great and back to you Mm -hmm. officer Smarks.
0: So in talking about Nick Gage, I don't know if you saw how uh, Moxley showed up at GCW um, yesterday after Nick Gage defended. Uh, and so they brawled to outside the Reagan left. But the best part of it, the absolute best part of it, was when someone tweeted a video of that online, uh, Renee Paquette responded, that son of a bitch told me he was going to the to the gas station
2: um <laughs>
0: and i thought that was that was just funny
2: <laughs> I, did, I didn't see that 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 is funny, <laughs> it's funny. but yeah but, uh, i'm i i'm curious to think i'm curious i'm wondering if uh they're just going to do that on gcw or if maybe AEW will try to pick that up uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking uh, at it both
0: ways. Uh, I can totally see it being just an, a GCW, GCW match thing. Yeah. because of how hardcore GCW does. Um, and AEW, while they've done some of those matches, like the the uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa recently, and the, the Kenny Omega barbed wire exploding death match with Jon Moxley, AEW does not have the best overall track record for... Deathmatch style matches, and so I could see GCW being like, "Nah, nah, we got this one, right? Yeah. Maybe we'll we let, let you use, use footage fireworks." From it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't use fireworks; they use fucking fluorescent light tubes. <laughs> That's insane. Just ask David
2: Arquette. Oh, yeah, that was uh, I, and I saw that whole match too. Honestly. Nick Gage was kind of a dick, <laughs> so I I, I understand Arquette being angry. So, but I'll digress. If you guys want to check that out, there's another yep. podcast to at least listen. to But it's to okay.
0: That. David Arquette made it all up to him. He's he, he sent him a mattress,
2: a king size mattress. Yep, yep. yep.
0: <laughs> but Lord. but on that note, we will close the book on this review of Backlash. Um, Thank you all for joining us. Those that joined for the live stream, thank you. Those that are listening to us on the audio version or watching later down the road, thanks for stopping in. Uh, We will see you
2: soon. Yeah! Bye-bye.